Hello, hello. Welcome back to Mamas Have Special Needs 2. I'm your host, Ashley Johnston, and this is episode 100. (laughs) How to plan so you follow through on your schedule every time. Welcome to the Mamas Have Special Needs 2 podcast, where we are learning to thrive in and enjoy our lives again. I'm your host, Ashley Johnston. Let's go. Oh my gosh, you guys, ladies, 100 episodes. That's crazy. I remember when I was starting this podcast and I was like, I can't do this every week. Oh my gosh. Like, and nobody's going to listen. How could I be that consistent? I can't do that. Guys, I'm at episode 100. This is a big deal consistency-wise, for someone who tries desperately to be consistent (laughs) and struggles. Um, Anyway, so cool. And I'm so grateful for everyone that has listened, that you've, you've been there, you've been listening to all of them, you've been giving me feedback on it. I really, really appreciate that. And I'm grateful that you're here and am showing up to offer this for you. So today I want to talk about how to plan so that you follow through on your schedule every time. And what I've learned about what works and especially about what doesn't work in hopes that it can help you with your scheduling. Because look, things get done best when we think ahead with our upper brain and we plan for our future. Do you ever notice that in the moment, you don't really make the best decisions for yourself and your life and your family. But when you're sitting down and you're planning ahead for the future, you're using your upper brain, your logical brain, your long-term brain, your thinking in the future, and you tend to make better decisions for yourself in the future than you usually do in the present. So when you plan for the future and then you stick to that plan, you end up overall making better decisions for yourself and behaving in ways that serve you instead of undermine what you're trying to do with your life and where you're trying to go. So I want to share with you today what I've learned in hopes that will help you also in preparation for my workshop that's coming up in June, June 20th, baby. I'm going to leave the link down below. I want to see you there. It's going to be fun. Okay. So here are some of the things that I have learned about how to follow through on your schedule every time. And here's what you need to do if you want to follow through every time, regardless of, you know, what's on that schedule. If you want to follow through every time, here's what you want to do. You want to track what you're already doing, put it in your schedule, on your calendar, everything that you just already do every day, and then do that. Follow it. Follow that schedule. And you'll do it every time because it's everything that you already do. Okay, but for real, it's like <laughs> most of us don't want to do that because most of us that are planning are, are trying to not do the things that we're already doing, right? We're trying to either get more done, get stuff of our to-do list done, achieve a goal. So it's like, why would I track what I'm already doing, put it in my calendar, And then follow it. Now, look, I'm not suggesting that this is what you should do. 
I'm offering it as a strategy to do what you actually put in your schedule. Because listen, when you make a plan and you put that plan in your calendar and then you don't do it, you end up undermining your relationship with yourself. Because what you're doing is you're creating a plan and then you get to that part of the day, whether that's the beginning of Monday, let's say you planned on Sunday night and you get to your day on Monday and you don't follow through on what you said you were going to do. What you do is you start creating and then collecting evidence that you're not reliable, that you don't follow through. And what that does is that perpetuates the kind of thinking that stops you from planning. Okay, I'm not reliable. I'm not going to do this anyway. Like, have you ever sat down to plan and then you, you put stuff in your schedule and as you're putting it in your schedule, you're thinking, I'm probably not going to do that. But I'm going to put it in anyways because I've got good intentions, right? Like when you put something on your schedule, but you already know in your heart you're not going to follow through and you're not going to do it, that's like buying vegetables and you put it in that vegetable drawer in the fridge and then you wait until it goes bad and you pick it out and you go, oh, whoops, like I didn't eat that vegetable and you throw it in the trash, right? I think someone told me once like, The vegetable drawer is where all good intentions go to die. (laughs) Like, we have all these good intentions, and then we don't actually fulfill on it, and then we're like, ah, forget this whole planning thing. This is stupid. I don't want to do this because I can't. I can't follow through on it. Okay, and I want to tell you that that's partially true, and it's partially not. Okay, and the reason why is because when you're planning, if you plan beyond your capability or you plan too far off of what you're already doing with your everyday life, then you really are planning to fail. Because unless, I mean, and you can do this, but it doesn't really work for most people that we make a decision like, like if you have not been working out for a year, for example, And all of a sudden you go, I'm going to work out every day. I'm going to wake up at 5 a.m. and I'm going to work out every day. The likelihood of you doing that is probably low unless you're really good at white knuckling it or you have a really, really deep why. You have a really deep reason why you're getting up. Like, And you can do this and this does happen. So it's like when people that get that diagnosis and go, oh, You're going to die if you don't stop smoking. Or if you keep eating more sugar, you're going to die because of where your health currently is. And they can stop eating sugar or stop smoking that day and they never do it again. Because they've decided they want to live and they don't want to die. Now, that's totally possible to do with your schedule. For example, if it's like, I'm going to start working out and you're highly committed, you could totally do that. What I've noticed is that most of us don't do that. So I'm speaking to the most of us out there who want to work out or want to achieve some goal. I'm going to really stick with the working out example throughout this podcast, but know that you can overlay this onto other goals that you have. So most of us, if we're going to go and work out and change our whole but we don't work out regularly and we're going to all of a sudden work out all the time, the likelihood of us making that transition when 
we don't have a deep commitment to do it or a deep reason to do it now and like flip the switch, most of us won't because it's going to be hard and it's going to be uncomfortable because it's not familiar. So here's what I suggest and it is that you start where you currently are by tracking what you're doing and then make a plan or a schedule that moves you towards your goal but isn't so far off base that you won't follow through. And you keep doing that until you reach the place that you want to go. Think about it like a GPS or like a map where you know where you are, which is point A. You know where you want to go, which is point B. Or let's say it's point Z, actually. Where you are is point A. Where you want to go is point Z. And what you need to plan is point B and follow through on point B. So let me give you the, an example with working out. I am not a morning person. I aspire to be a morning person, but currently I'm not. And my husband can tell you this, like at the beginning of the year, I'm like, man, I'm waking up early and I do. And some years I do it for a week. Some years I do it for a month. Some years I do it for like one day, right? Or sometimes I'll recommit in the middle of the year and I wake up once or twice or maybe a whole week in the morning. And then I'm like, nah, and I'm back to like sleeping in until my kids get me up. Okay, and I keep reprimanding myself and going, you shouldn't be here. You should be a morning person. You know it's better because you want to work out, but you want to do it alone and you don't want to get interrupted with the kids. And so I just, if I don't wake up in the morning, then I just don't work out, period. Okay, this is not serving me. So what I've decided I'm doing, which is working out a lot better, is that I will go and I will plan to work out with my children during the day, knowing that the price to pay of working out when my kids are awake is that I will be interrupted. It might take twice as long. I might not get in as good of a workout, but something is better than nothing. Okay? And so that's me going, if point A is not waking up early, not working out at all, And point Z is I wake up before my kids are awake and I get in a full workout. Then what I'm going to do is I'm going to plan for point B where I'm not waking up early, but I am getting a workout in. And so starting with maybe like 10 minutes a day. Okay, it's about the consistency. Now, this is the thing. What we do is we end up planning our Z schedule the place we want to ultimately be. We want to jump from A to Z and skip the B, C, D, E, F, G, and all the other letters in the alphabet, right? We skip all the other steps and plan for Z and go, this is the ideal schedule I want. This is who I want to be. So we plan that day and then we start living that day and we end up not following through on anything because our capability to be that disciplined is not yet there. And our trust in ourselves is not there. But when we plan a Z schedule, our ultimate, like where we want to be kind of a schedule, and we don't follow through, we just end up undermining ourselves. So we up, like we don't trust ourselves because we don't follow through. Okay, so there's a heavy cost to planning a schedule that you cannot 
execute on. So I highly recommend that when you're planning, ask yourself honestly, will I follow through on this? And if the answer is no, then get rid of what's on there and put things on there that you will actually follow through on that are moving you towards the kind of day you want to have and the things you want to get done. Okay? So if your schedule currently just includes doing the basics, where it's like you spend your entire day focusing on eating well, sleeping well, exercising well, being there for your kids and helping them do those things well, and fitting in some therapy, and that's really what you do all day, you will find that as you take better care of yourself and you follow through on what you've planned, it really is a form of self-care. It really is. It will boost your confidence because the goal here is to empower yourself with evidence that you can follow through. And you can, and you really are. You're just putting the wrong things on your calendar for the moment. It's not like your calendar is going to look like this all the time. At some point, you'll be able to put in other things that you want to be doing. But you have to start where you are and be accepting of where you are without judging yourself harshly and saying, I shouldn't be here. I should be over there. I should be killing it and getting everything done and showing up for everybody and myself included and doing everything that I want to do. Okay, but if you do that, then you disempower yourself. There's a high cost. Nothing is for free, my friends. Something always has a cost. For example, with the exercise example, if you want to get up early in the morning, the cost is getting less sleep or going to bed early the night before and missing out on whatever it is you might miss out on by going to bed early. That's the cost. That's the price you have to pay to get getting up early before the kids and getting whatever done, whatever you want done before they wake up. Now, on the flip side of that, if you decide that I want to sleep in and I want to wake up later when my kids wake up, and I'm still trying to work out, the cost of that is that you don't get to work out alone. You work out with your kids. The price that you pay is figuring out how to work out when your kids are awake, whether that's including them in the workout session, having them do their own thing while you're working out, having them be on electronics, finding a babysitter so that you can still do it alone during the day, and possibly not getting as much done during your day because you decided that you're going to work out during the day when your kids are awake instead of early in the morning before they wake up. There's no right or wrong answer here. There's not a right way to plan your day. There's not a superior way to plan your day. It's about what you want, what you want to get done, what's worth doing, what's worth your time, and being intentional about it. And then executing on what you've planned. That's the thing that will be empowering to you and allow you to get to the place where you're, where planning is a tool for you instead of a tool against you. Because when you plan a schedule that you cannot follow through on, planning becomes a tool that is against you. It becomes proof as to why you're not doing a good job. 
It becomes proof that life is too overwhelming to do. It becomes proof you have too many things to get done. So I want you to be mindful because planning your day out and using a schedule can be very effective and very helpful. If you've got the right things on your schedule for where you currently are at your skill level of executing and following on that plan. Now, I want to talk a little bit more about one more piece that I wish people had emphasized to me when it came to planning my schedule because I wouldn't have used planning in a way that really undermined my self-confidence because really I've been using it that way for many, many years to undermine my self-confidence in my ability to follow through, to get stuff done until I started using planning for me. And it's this, you cannot have it all. You cannot do it all. You cannot be everything for everyone. Okay, this is great news and bad news. The reason why it's bad news is because we want to get everything done. We want to be everything we want to have now. We want to feel organized. We want to feel like we're doing it all because that feels so good to feel like we're on top of it, to not feel overwhelmed, to not feel like we're settling, to not feel like we're letting stuff slide. That all feels so great. But the reality is that we are finite and our time is finite. So when we plan like it's not... It costs us our self-confidence. But if you're willing to settle into the space where it's okay and you can accept that you're human, you can accept that you can't be everything for everyone, you can accept that you don't have to nor should you be everything for everyone and that you're not going to get it all done, then you reach a place of power where you can then choose intentionally what you will do and what you won't do. Because listen, everything does not deserve a spot in your calendar. You don't have to put anything there that you don't want there. But some of the things that you want there will not be fun. Okay, cleaning, laundry, working with doctors, appointments, being at the hospital. Okay, some of the things that are working out even, eating on a specific diet to help you be healthy so you can keep up with your life. These aren't necessarily all fun things to do, but they are meaningful. And so we want to have them on our calendar, but they're not fun to execute on when we're not good at them. So you have to be willing to be bad at it. Be willing to not be good at making good plans. Be willing to experiment until you find the kind of schedule that works for you. Be willing to fail be willing to bat at executing on it and not following through all the time and not beating yourself up for it. Because that is going to happen when you try to stretch and grow. But it doesn't mean that you're not good at it. So you got to meet yourself where you are and then go from there. So just to reemphasize, the one thing that I wish someone would have told me when it came to accomplishing things during my day and using a schedule to do that was choose be very choosy with what you put on the schedule put something on there that you know you can accomplish and let it be enough so if you want to start working out for example it's not your ideal it's not waking up early 
and working out for an hour all by yourself, getting in some good meditation or whatever, because you're not there yet. But right now it looks more like waking up when the kids wake up and it might take you an hour, hour and a half just to get in a 10 to 20 minute workout because your kids are awake and you're trying to help them as well and make it all work. And because you just, there are interruptions with kids. Let it be enough. Let that 10 to 15 minute workout that's interrupted a couple of times be enough. Let it count and follow through on it. No, it's not ultimately where you want to be. No, it's not ultimately where you're going to stay. It's just where you are now and that's enough. And you're going to practice following through on what you said you would do because that builds confidence with yourself. And that is worth it. And as you build that confidence and as you keep following through, you'll be able to up your game because you would have built those disciplinary muscles. But know that it doesn't come without a cost. It's easier to do it when you know what the cost is. So that might be something you'll want to write down, which I highly recommend. Like, this is the price I'm paying. I'm willing to be interrupted so that I can get a workout in, period. And I'm willing to be interrupted because I don't want to wake up early to do it. It's not a bad thing that you don't want to wake up early. What's bad is when you don't wake up early and then you blame it on someone else. Just take ownership that that's where you are and that's what you want to do. There are pros and cons to both. Waking up early and waking up late to work out. Okay, and again, these are just examples. Think about the thing in your life that you want to get done and you want to have it on your schedule or maybe you've put it on your schedule many times and you're still not getting it done. Think about that thing. Think about what's the cost that you have to pay What's the price that you have to pay in order to get that done in a way that you can actually execute on? Okay, not the way that someone super good at scheduling does, not the way that the person that you admire and want to be like currently does, like they had to do a lot of work to get there. Think about where you currently are and how you could go from point A to point B and get it done. Doesn't matter if it's messy, just let it be enough. Because when you feel that confidence grow, it is always worth it. Okay, so go get it. Go get those planners. Get your to-do list. Be choosy about what goes on it. Don't go from point A to point Z right away. Find out where you are. Find out where you want to go and find out what is just the next step, the next best thing, the next best move that you can actually execute on. And you'll feel it. You'll feel it in your body. Will I actually do that if I put it on my schedule at that spot at that time of day? Will I actually do it? If the answer is yes, even if it's messy, even if you're interrupted a lot, plan for those interruptions, put it in the schedule, and do it. I promise that the good feeling that you get from getting it done is way better than trying to execute it perfectly. B minus work is totally enough to get it done. That's what I've got for you today, ladies. I love you. I'm glad you're here. Episode 100. This is crazy. 
okay? If this is something that is resonating with you, share it with your friends and family members who it will benefit. And if it's something that you want additional help with and you wanna have a conversation about what this might look like for you, how to plan your schedule, how to figure out where you are and where you wanna go, and you wanna have a conversation because this is resonating with you and you like how I'm presenting it, then click the link down below, get on my calendar, and let's have a conversation, okay? Love you, ladies. Thanks for being here, and until next time, take care.